Welcome to the Travis Says Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and we are in our at-home makeshift <laughs> studio doing this Halloween episode. I'm scared. You should be. Like, I actually have chills right now thinking about what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so if you want to see our at-home studio, definitely head over to YouTube and check it out on the Travis Podcast YouTube page. Um, for all of you that are watching, you can see the whole setup. Even Mimi LaRue is just sound asleep um, in the studio. I do want to point out one thing. Kim and I watch a lot of podcasts, and so every time we watch this podcast, the podcast person who's hosting, if they've written a book, they always have their book somewhere in the scene. And so we haven't like written stock, like yeah, we haven't written a book of our New York Times bestsellers. But what we do yet. have is yet is we do have our backpack, which is a Amazon bestseller, um, which is now going to be a I'mTravSess.com bestseller. <laughs> Don't look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like a shameless plug. <laughs> Just a random backpack sitting here. Yeah. You can get yours on I'mTravSess.com. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because this is actually. We've done, um, okay, so we've done two podcast interviews with the visual component, right? Like with the video. But they were interviews. And so this is actually our first podcast that we're doing solo on the camera. Oh, you're right. Which is so weird because I naturally just want to look so (laughs) bad. Or we have um, our... our, computer right here so that we can look to see how everything looks so i either want to look at directly into the camera or i want to just watch myself on the computer so it feels a little bit unnatural right and if you guys out there are looking for any type of you're looking at the camera you're supposed to be looking at me if you're looking for it's weird when i'm talking to the audience though but i'm not talking to you you are so how do you feel about this, Kimberly? Okay. Um, I do feel that a lot of the podcasters that we watch have this like amazing setup, right? And I think we're the coaches on like do it before you're ready kind of deal 100%. because like why we're travelers, we're healthcare travelers. Why would I buy a podcast studio that doesn't make any sense, right? So we're we're using what we have. But I do feel that there's a sense of like come into our home, come and knock on our door, we'll be waiting for you, you know that whole thing. Three's company, yeah. right? But like we're doing the podcast, literally. I'm relaxing on the couch in my house clothes, with the pug sleeping, and we're getting it done. Yeah, I mean it's funny because if you follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G, then see you... because you're talking to me, but you're not talking Ugh. to me, so it's very bizarre. I feel weird. <laughs> I feel so. Fucking uncomfortable right now. Like I don't know you feel how. Like you took an edible. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like I don't know what to do. Like I feel when we just record the podcast, I feel so comfortable, so relaxed. It's like you and I shooting the shit. And even though it's exactly the same as you and I sitting here like recording a podcast, knowing the camera is just freaking watching and like grilling, I feel. Weird. All right, so it's not there. Okay, shake it off. Yeah. Like, I'm freaking. Okay. Okay, so back to what I was saying. Be natural. Be natural. And I think, too, because anytime, like, we're very used to being on camera. Like, totally. we do YouTube videos, we teach, like, we do online trainings, and I love them, and I love, I actually really do feel comfortable on camera, but I think it's the weird thing about 
knowing there's a camera, but you're not supposed to look at it. Like when we do our trainings, like you look, you're looking at right. the camera. But you're, it's not hot lava. If you look at the camera, it's not going to melt you. Like you're okay. It's still awkward. It's like a reality show. Oh no. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> no. No, I'm not. <laughs> no. That's another story for another time. But with a reality show, it's like the cameras are there and you're supposed to just act natural and go about your normal life right. without even interacting or acting like the camera's there. Like you never look at the camera. You never talk to the camera. Like it's 101, like TV life, you know? Thanks. So anyways. <laughs> your friends teach you that? Yeah, I have a lot of friends who are on television. You know, I study them. Yeah. Take tips. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, what I was saying is that if you follow us on Instagram, then I did a little uh, behind the scenes kind of tour. It was so funny because, you know, again, you you have to start somewhere, right? Like that, what you said. And I think that's really powerful is like, if you want to do something, just get started and you're going to figure it out. Like you got to start somewhere and then you'll kind of build from there. But I did this like behind the scenes pan and it's, you know, it's just funny because like we have our lap board that we're using with a GoPro stick and like chip <laughs> clips that are clipped to the microphone. Like that's our mic. Well, we have one mic clipped to the top of the computer too. aim this direction. Right. And then we have um, the our bins that we travel with that are stacked up that we have the camera on. And then this light we got from Target that's literally like the worst light you could ever have. And candles. Yeah, and candles for the vibe. And the backlight coming in is like so bright. So we have this beautiful yeah. curtain. And yeah, it's just, again, we'll laugh at this one day when we're like in our podcast studio, like our headphones yeah. or like for flash mic. But the lesson is... Just get started. Because, like, if we would have waited for to do a podcast until we had the fancy mic, the fancy equipment, the fancy lighting, the table, the setup, because you always see they have this beautiful backdrop with, if we would have waited to, to start until that happened, we'd be waiting a long time. Totally. So just get freaking started. And we're also, again, we say this, we're healthcare travelers. So I'm not lugging all that stuff <laughs> around. That's just insane. Now we have more things. It, it, it makes more sense, right? Yeah. To get a table, to get somewhere to sit, to get some decorations. But I think the podcast will develop along with us. And I think that's really cool. And I think the other hidden lesson from a not really harsh point of view, but like it's really how it's, it's more for myself is understanding that if people watch this and they're annoyed at the fact that I'm sitting on the couch with a GoPro stick and a microphone, that's not the type of audience I want anyway, right? Yeah, I, I want people that that are like, oh my God, this is awesome, like watching them on their couch with their pug and their coffee and their weird lighting and they're doing it and yeah, I'm enjoying it. Just get it. started. Exactly. It's hilarious. Like I literally don't, I don't care what anyone thinks about it. It's like, I just think it's funny because of how janky it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's it's and hilarious. you know that it triggers me a little bit more than you, I, right? I, like, right? I personally don't care, and I know you do, mm. right? I know I totally get that because you're more of like the perfectionist and wants it to be a. a I would literally just like hold up my cell phone and just like shoot a like an episode. Like I don't care that much, but I know you do. So yes, yeah. it is a little bit different. I for like sure. those details. Okay, and if you're listening, FYI. Uh, if you don't now, you can now watch the podcast. If you want a visual and you're into that, you can watch it over on the Travses Podcast YouTube channel. Um, and so we head over there. Make sure you, subs you subscribe. And then, yeah, if you feel like 
sitting down and having a cup of coffee on a Sunday morning and watching it instead of listening. You, it's you there got, for you. You got the option, people. Yep. I will say one more house cleaning thing. Something that really cool that happened in the Travis world is Patagonia 2023 was launched and sold out. Oh, we had man. to add an extra group, which we really wanted to do. Well, and what? What? We weren't sure. No, no. So, yeah. So, yay for that. Okay, yay. <laughs> Can we go there first? Okay. Like, yay? Yay for that. We. Originally, we were just going to do two, one trip, and we were like, we're not going to do two trips because we did two trips in Peru, and while that was amazing, the Inca Trail was really hard, and we just felt like it was a lot to do two back-to-back trips, so we're like, never, ever again. We're never, ever doing two trips. Like, promise us, like, promise me, oh, yeah. like, we spit on it, we freaking, like, did the, you know, the, the secret handshake. I didn't even know we did that. Yeah, like, we go like this, and then... Whoa. <laughs> That okay. should be our thing. I just made what, that up. So like, it's like this. <laughs> okay. We'll work on that. Is that the llama? Yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking more snake, but yeah. The horny llama. Yeah. Which okay. was the name of our group. Okay, yeah. on the Inca Trail. I like that. We'll work on that. Okay. But we did, like, we rode in blood. Like, we are never going to do two well, trips. And that was funny because the people that are coming on the trip, the Patagonia trip, who were on the Inca Trail, the first thing they said was, thought you guys weren't doing two groups. I know. <laughs> we're like, you're on to us. I know. My mom's like, now, Kimberly, remember why you didn't want to do two trips? Let's just talk this through. You know, like, <laughs> it was just, like, hilarious because we were so adamant, you know? But the Inca Trail is completely different. I mean, the Inca Trail is brutal. Right. Where the but del- awesome. Right. Amazing, but like it was physically challenging yeah. and it was emotionally challenging as well. And we were very sick. So that was like out of the And whole... it was our first trip ever. Right. We didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what all that was. Right. Now we do. Now we do. And so, but we went into this whole Patagonia trip saying, okay, we're only going to do the one trip and it's going to be amazing. And because we like smaller trips, you know, 10 to 12 people, because we want it to be more intimate and chill and my whole philosophy is like I want everybody to sit at the same table if we totally. have to start breaking up tables and stuff like that's not the vibe I want with this big group of people because I feel like you lack the closeness of really getting to know people and really getting to talk and connect because there's just too many people totally so that's really important to us so we're like okay we're gonna do one trip it's gonna be epic and then uh, that the fir- we the first trip literally sold out before we launched before we did our walkthrough. We had some we had some very determined individuals reaching out back channels, being like, "I want in well, now." From our Peru trip, right. we gave our people who came on the Peru trip like first dibs that had reached out to us like at first, right? And so we're like, "Okay, I guess like let's do a second one because there were still so many people who wanted to come." And um, and we're like, "We can't show up and do this video walkthrough." Like, guys. Things Sorry. are coming, but like it sold out. But this is what you're missing, you <laughs> yeah, know? Like it that, really was, yeah. that would have made no sense. I, I mean, it literally, there was no spots left. Right. So we, that day that we did the live walkthrough, we had to make that decision: do we just kind of cancel this whole thing and say, "Sorry, guys, it's over," or <laughs> or do we want to commit to doing a second trip and we go on and say, "Hey, the dates are changing. We're doing a second trip. Here we go." Totally. And so we decided. To do the second trip. Totally. And again, we're talking about this. This is a fantastic problem to have. Of to have course. To figure I'm out. so like, grateful. That's what I'm saying. It's it's amazing and it's so much fun. And so it's like, if people are putting that much effort in being like, we want to come, like we want to make that possible and we're able to. 
hundred. So it's like, yeah, it's gonna be. You know, by the end of the second trip, we'll be tired. We'll be like, you know, being yeah. like, okay, like we're ready to go back home and and do what we got to do. But I, I think now energetically. I'm totally aligned with that, with the two groups. Well, right. And knowing that the W track is nowhere as physically demanding as the Inca and the group. So both of the groups are sold out. Um, all those spots have been filmed or f- filmed. Yeah. Um, maybe. <laughs> Stay tuned. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but filled and everybody just has the best energy like you can feel that through emails believe it or not guys okay yeah i want to i want to put this out there as a side note and tip for you you can feel so much energy and personality through an email through a text through a dm um and it's just like I don't know, like there's some people that have reached out to us or do reach out and like you can tell instantly. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like an energy that comes through the words that it's very, it turns you off and and it could be, they could be so cool in person. You've had that before. I've had that before where somebody I was like texting with for a new job. I was like, damn, like this girl's going to be like such an asshole. Like her texts were kind of cold and just not very like open and fun. Like I'm very much of a a texter with like emojis and you know I like to share the emotion I'm feeling and I put a little extra time because I know that's felt and she was just super short and to the point I was like nervous going in and she ended up being like one of the coolest girls I've ever met in my life just the funnest friendliest most welcoming whatever just coolest person I both her and her husband yeah and I feel like that's more rare though I do I do think you can tell a lot through people's um, words and so as a just a tip if you're reaching out to somebody really be mindful of how you're piecing something together because the people that reach out that were just you could tell they they were fun they were friendly they were like I'm so excited like you know blah 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 like engaging yeah it's like you wanted to no totally and I, and I think there's time and a place and I think as we've gone into the digital age I want to give a shout out to Laura Latimer who really has yeah. taught me about nonverbal communication. And she talks so about that all the time coming from a healthcare traveler company and recruiter point of view, right? Because we have gone to the digital age. It's not about getting on the phone anymore and having a conversation and feeling people's voices because that's a different skill that everybody has learned. If you're on the phone and you're an asshole, you can hear it, mm-hmm. right? But when you're typing, understand that people's senses are heightened and they can hear that as well. And I had to practice after Laura mentioned nonverbal communication, I was like, holy crap, I never knew that was a thing. I started thinking back to like how I'm texting and how I'm writing. And then I go back and read it and say, does this sound like me? And there's a lot of times where you feel like the less is more, but in these cases, it's not. And it's Mm -hmm. about getting your point across and understanding if your true identity, your true energy is coming out on that screen. And this is a business tip for anybody, a personal tip, whatever. If you know those people that just type K, Oh. In the text, it's literally like saying, you They're know, fuck worst. you. I don't. I don't have time, I don't have I don't time for you. Yeah. I don't care about what you're saying. All I have time for is K. Yeah. Right. Like that could you could be the nicest person and not mean that, but that is the nonverbal communication that's coming back, and you have to be aware of that. A hundred percent. And so when you're going on these trips and you're going on a trip where people are looking at the energy, if you're typing back like, send me the info. 
Like, yeah, it's like, just no. like, okay, no, like you're Actually, out. Actually, I'm not, bitch. Right. If there's people that are like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this. I've always wanted to go yeah. to the W. I've done this and that. And like, you know, I really want to go on this trip. This sounds like amazing. So excited. What do I need to do? There's a different energy in that. A hundred percent. And I think too, is like what we've realized is that, again, you don't have to be fakey sneaky you don't have to have it's not all rainbows and butterflies and fucking cheery like cheery dolls all the time right like that's not the point right but i think it's just it's we know for ourselves and the 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 groups the experiences that we want to create okay we're bringing a bunch of people together that are trusting us to create an environment for them an experience for them they're trusting us with their time their money like there's a lot of Uh, responsibility we're leaving the country we're leaving the country and we want to create the best of our ability right i know you can't control everything at all but to the best of our ability to create a space that is filled with uplifting energy positive mindset just happier friendlier open like welcoming people because what we're doing is challenging and it's hard and we're going to one of the most remote places in the world and you have to be things can happen and you have to be flexible and you have to be adaptable and if shit goes wrong you're like okay guys like we're gonna figure it out like all of us are in charge of like uplifting the energy in a group right and creating a positive experience not that we all have to be freaking chuckles and smiles the whole time but I think people get what I'm saying is like we know the difference between somebody who just naturally has more of a positive mindset and can power through and sees the challenge, accepts the challenge, wants to learn, wants to grow, wants to push. And then the person that wants to complain and wants to be negative Miserable. and wants to focus on like if that's and there's nothing wrong with either. But we as a company and as just ourselves, we are like to our core we want to create a space that is more positive well totally and we also it's just that the the this will be the last thing i say is like the the complainers and the kind of negative nellies are just not like meant for our group no and again it, it goes back to what we were talking about about really focusing in on this and there are people that are in my family that i love dearly that i would never travel with because when yeah. you travel with somebody, that is a different type of relationship, right? Like you are bound to this person for a very long time and you have to travel in the same type of way. You have to get energized by the same type of things. Yeah. And that's a tough group to find. And it's a hit or miss kind of thing. And, and we're trying to do our best to accommodate and make the best group possible. But I will say too, like with this Patagonia trip, this is so intimate. We're staying in dorms. We're staying in, you know, tight quarters together we're always together so if somebody's throwing that off it's going to throw off that entire group and so you need to do your best which we've tried to do to create that well right and i think the last thing i'll say about this is again like it's not trying to paint the picture that you always have to be happy and positive because that's absolutely not the case like there's many times that we're oh, doing I'm, something and i'm, I'm like bitter. fuck off yeah. like yeah like a hickey well, even I don't, I don't want to talk. I don't want to see yeah. people. I don't want to be around people. You right? want to be quiet. You want to go inward. You don't want to like, you know, you're in a bad mood. You're not feeling well. Like we all get that. We're all in it. So it's not that you always have to be happy because I sure as hell am not happy all the time. Like, especially if I'm hungry. So like, that's okay. But it's just about having that innate response to say, 
I may not be in the best mood right now, and but I'm going to power through. I'll figure it out. But I'm not going to leak that out into the entire group and bitch and complain and make and drag other people down with me. Right. And like that's where you are ninety um, percent of the time. Right. Like I would say I can be in a bad mood maybe ten percent of the time, and like I'm pretty happy and flexible and easy. And like, would you agree? No, because you're looking at me like um, actually, I would say no. Like forty percent. Sorry, accurate. I didn't mean to do that. What I was, what, what you're, I'm listening intently to what you're saying, and I think that's a good point. That's a good way to tangibly touch it like there are times that I go into work and I'm into the hospital and I'm miserable I don't want to be there but I'm not dragging my group down with me and you know that like I could easily do that I could easily be that rotten egg in the department that's just bitter right Mm -hmm. but it's like it's not their fault that I'm miserable yeah so I'll figure it out and I want to figure it out because I don't want to feel miserable and that's the mindset that we're looking for and the percentage like if you're if you're a happy person 75% of the time, yeah. that's that's what you want to look at. Anyways, anyway. long story short, just, this longest intro ever. just be mindful of when you're communicating with other people, verbally and non-verbally, like, how are you coming across? Because it really is that thing of like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And that really can be felt in all forms of communication. Totally. And so just try to be yourself, but just try to articulate how you're feeling and and be able to express that so that it's felt on the other side okay just off what you said (laughs) be yourself yes but there are times where yourself is not coming out non-verbally yeah and so being aware of that okay but if that's how you are that's how you are no no judgment do you boo just don't come on a trip with us (laughs) yeah period okay so All all of that being said um those trips are sold out but if you want to get on the interest list for more trips that we'll be planning next year head over to our website so i'm and then on the adventure page there's um, a place there that you can put in your email and that automatically will uh, bring you onto that list and so we're planning another peru trip and then bali Bali's going to be epic yeah. i was just in the shower before and i was just thinking I had a whole list and it's like funny because Kim plans a lot of these and like I'm so familiar with Bali it's when I'm not familiar with an area that overwhelms me to like figure out how this is gonna work Kim loves that shit so I'm just like go boo go like do your thing right she could sit all day and figure this stuff out I don't have the patience for that and I get paranoid and I get nervous you get overwhelmed overwhelmed it's not your thing and that's okay it doesn't have to be because I like it but Bali I know so well that I'm already like, okay, we can hit this route and do this and this and this and this. And like, I'm excited about it. And it's our first volunteer trip. Totally. It'll be incorporated. So if you're interested, make sure to get on that list because we will be sending out, that's our first line of communication, right? So basically the, both of those trips sold out through those interest lists. I ended up opening it up. Like we give them the first dibs and then I opened it up to the rest of the community, but there was only three spots left. Uh, by the time I was able to open it up. So if you want to be on the lookout, make sure to join that interest list so that you will be one of those first people to know. Totally. All right. Wowzers. We don't like, what are you talking about? We're talking about freaking spook fest. So yeah. Let's so get let's, into let's it. get into that. So the whole purpose of this podcast that, you know, is there is we have realized over the 10 years and being that this came out a day after Halloween, hope you guys had a wonderful and safe Halloween. Um, but 
we've realized that we have had some ghostly encounters slash there's one sitting in this room now listening to us so we have to be very mindful mindful. we don't want any trouble no trouble we come in peace we're not here very long so whatever (laughs) i was under the covers last night (laughs) saying get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here yeah no i was (laughs) okay Okay. So, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that. I was just getting like nasty with it. Like, okay. Okay, let's roll it back. So throughout our travels... We, we, we wanted to have a spooky themed episode to honor Halloween. Yeah. And and so... Go ahead. So, But I was going to start something else. So yeah, I was just thinking... I've realized that there's been certain contracts that we've taken in our housing area that we have been not the only ones there. And I think it's an interesting concept as well because it goes back to your belief if there's ghosts or not, right? And like what that means to you. And I think everybody likes hashtag ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I did hashtag, I said hashtag, but I did quotes. So it's hashtag quote unquote ghost stories. Yeah. So that's what we're bringing to this week's podcast. Spooky tales. Yeah. Okay. From the road. From, well, and, and before. And through stories we've heard from people we've met on the road. So I do want to say if you're scared, um, if you're alone (laughs) in a dark room, maybe this isn't the best time to listen to this episode because some things that we will be sharing with you might make your blood run cold. Well, and that's why you should watch it so then you feel like you're with us. Yeah, we'll protect you. Yeah. Okay, we got you. Okay. (laughs) That was your one time to look at the camera. I really enjoyed it. We should just do the podcast where we're just like this. That would be like the only podcast ever that would just like that. Okay, I wanted to take it back a little bit because I'm a very like... Should I just turn a little bit? No, well, yeah. Okay, Um, because you were looking at me like my back was to the camera. I just, I want your expression seen. Can you see me? (laughs) Okay, you're Can good. Can you see me? You're good. Okay. So, I've always been a very spooky, interested in the spooky sides of things in life. Like, the spiritual world, ghosts. Like, as a kid, I was the kid who played Ouija board. I did seances with my friends. We would make potions. We pretended we were witches. Uh, we would do, like, the light as a feather, thick as a board. Like, we would do... Stiff as a board. Oh, yeah. Thick as a board? Yeah. Damn, maybe that's why we never, that's why we couldn't do it. But we would always, like, we loved that kind of stuff. And, like, my mom and my stepdad are, you know, super, like, into, well, not my mom, I guess, but, like, my stepdad's, like, into, like, tarot. And so I've always kind of been in that sort of um, environment. And so I've always been very interested in this, like, ghostly world. And we would always play Ouija, and that Ouija board, man, it is real. And anyone who says it's not, oh, I just got chills because it's like, it's so real. There, it will tell you things that like nobody else knows. Okay. Okay. So we always used to play. And as a side note, it did tell me that I was going to die in a tornado in Kansas, and that is literally so specific and something that I've never forgotten no i know tell me about it because how many times have we driven through kansas well and you're just screaming go 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 and i never like i'm like why would i go to kansas like i'm good you know like i'm good as a kid i'm like what's that like kansas and now it's like we've been to kansas so many times and I remember the like, ho- like we pulled over and had to stay in a hotel in kansas before we got into colorado and you were like a nervous wreck but then what's the first thing you wanted to do 
Watch tornado shows. I'm very into tornadoes and weather. <laughs> so I don't know if it was like picking up on that, but anyways, like they, the Ouija used to tell us some crazy shit. So like I've always really been into like that side of things. And then when I was really young, I remember, so this was like my first encounter with the other side is, and, and I am somebody who does believe in spirits. I believe in ghosts. I don't necessarily think like there's evil spirits that are like trying to get you. That's just not my experience or something that I don't know, maybe that I believe in. I don't know. I'd have to think about it a little bit more, but I think that there, I believe in spirits and I, but I believe in it more of like, there's angels there to help you and guide you and kind of like, um, be a support team in your life. than like people who are trying to like harm you. Yeah. Yeah. But then there, there are spooky things that kind of happen. So, but I was, I just, I look at it as not harmful, but just misunderstood. Ooh. Yeah. Just weird vibes. Yeah, it's people that don't understand nonverbal communication. That are they just don't know how to act as corner, ghosts, right? Like staring. They're trying to communicate, but they don't. They they weren't around during nonverbal communication time, so they don't know how to communicate. So they come off aggressive. Yeah. Even though they don't mean. They're not trying to, to be aggressive. You, they just want to hang. Correct. And like have a beer, chill. Totally, but they don't know how to do that. They get angry about it, and they just like. Bleh! You know? just like do creepy shit. Yeah. I get that. Okay. That's how I feel. Okay. So the first time I was like really young and I was laying in my bed and the joke is because it's like, I swear I like put up my finger. Right. In front of your face. And I swear to God, I saw a black man. He had a, and he was, he was, his skin was black and he was wearing a gray trench coat and a gray hat like one of those old school new york you know like the old yeah. guys in new york used to wear like and i it was so vivid like i saw it it was like not my finger and huh? i was screaming at the top of my lungs and my mom came running i'm like there's a black man in the room there's one she's like what the fuck like mm -hmm. and clearly there wasn't but i remember like being so like spooked by that and then he reappeared a few times in my life. Uh, yeah, and I was present for some of those. Yeah. Do you want to tell that story? Well, yeah, I will say, too, like, just piggybacking off what you said, I actually came from the site of the family of the fact that when Kim and I first met, she was telling me about Ouija. I'm like, oh, dear God, please don't mention that in front of my family because that's the devil, mm -hmm. devil's work, right? And I do think, like, now that I have been around you talking about things and understanding the more spiritual world, right? <clears throat> understanding that Ouija can be spirits in a way of talking to you, good spirits, right? It's just based off your percep perception of what you want to see that to be, right? Mm -hmm. So if you believe it's dark energy, it's going to be dark energy. It's the same thing of, like, what you're putting out, you get back, that we believe, right? So if you're focusing on dark energy and you want to bring dark energy in, I'm sure that's out there. Right? Just like the dark web is out there. And it just depends on what you're seeking. Right? Right. And so for us, we believe in the more beautiful side of the spiritual world. That it's there to help. It's there to guide. And it can't always verbally communicate to you in words that we're talking right now. They don't have, you know, a YouTube channel for spirits. It just doesn't work. Right? They can't talk to you. So they do it through different ways. Right? And Ouija could be one of those ways um, and different signs and things. If you've asked for a sign and gotten it, like numbers, num numerologically, there's different ways that people believe that spirits can communicate to you in a beautiful way. 
Yeah. Right? And so I've understood that coming from all Ouija, all tarot, all spirituality was the devil. And it's the devil's work. And don't ever be around it. If you do, you believe in Satan. Yeah. And so that's what I was raised to until I met you. And then I was like, wait a minute. This girl's like a witch. I believe this because I've always believed it, but I've never put my own self-thought into it and found my own way of thinking about it. Yeah. And, And exploring and asking more questions, especially with your stepdad and your mom. About like, what does that mean? Because they're in that world. They understand it. And they were able to explain it to me so that I could open my own mind and come up with my own belief system around that. Yeah. And I still, it's still hard for me that even when I do have these stories, I'm still kind of second guessing. Well, and I think it's okay. I don't think it, not everything has to be like black and white, right? Like, you know, do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe in spirits? Do you you believe in God? Right. It's kind of like you can have different feelings and all of them can be true while you're figuring it out. And it doesn't have to be, I feel like we get into this whole thing of like, this is how I feel. Yeah. You know, right. And you're trying to tell me that I'm not right. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to kind of just be like, I don't know how I feel exactly, but like these, this is like where I'm at and what I'm trying to kind of figure out. I'm like, it's all good. Right. It's all okay. Um, and I think that there, I a hundred percent do believe in spirits, like okay. 1 million trillion percent. Um, just because I know through my own experiences that like uh, you, and it's all energy. Like you can feel that, like you can feel, you know, when there's somebody else in the room, like it's just a feeling you get. Mm-hmm. It's just energy. Right. Like the Dominican story. So the Dominican story so, was the first time I've ever experienced this with her. She's told me the story of, a, of in a, as a child, that story, but I never experienced it. And so I, I did. Yeah. But, we, were, we were in Dominican Republic. It was like our first, our first vacation together. It was our first international vacation together. Yeah. First vacation in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, we went to Orlando together. That but doesn't like, count. I know. It was this big. Is a big deal. Big deal. We had been dating for... We went in That's February and we started dating October 20th. Okay. How do you remember all this? Because it was right before I start, right before I proposed in, in June. Because remember, George asked me, like, did you go on that trip and you realized, like, she's the one you want to be with? Yeah. Post the spook. <laughs> like this girl. I, she's crazy I gotta enough. lock her she's, down. She's crazy enough for me. I yeah. needed crazy and I got it. Yeah. You, I think you bit off more than you could chew. Yeah. You didn't know what you were getting into. But he thought it was the Dominican trip that caused me to propose. Oh, okay. I didn't And I know said, that. no, it was something else, but it's probably it? added to it. It was, oh my God, okay. talk, <laughs> it was the time you said where you would love to get married oh, in, okay. in Stonington. And I, my first thought was like, I'll propose when we go there. And then I was like, wait, what did I just say? And then being me and knowing who I am, there's no way I could just sit and wait. So I had to get the ball rolling because I've already made up, <coughs> excuse me, made up my mind that you're the one that I wanted to marry. So, oh, chills, but in a good way. So I, I went I for it, it right? But it wasn't because of Dominican, but it was probably a chain of events of all things. Okay. I, I think that's... We traveled well together. We did. Minus... The spook. Okay, so what? <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious, which we're going to tell. <laughs> Not in the moment. No. But so we go to sleep. And so we go to the Dominican. We're with uh, a couple of our friends. And we're, so, but we're all in different rooms. And we're sleeping. And I guess you should tell it because I was sleeping. Totally. So Kim's sleeping. And honestly, like, I, I'm a deep sleeper. Very deep. Like, really deep. And yeah. things could happen. My dad always told me that 
I would never want to be the one that he went to Vietnam with because I'd be in the foxhole sleeping and there'd be like a, an attack coming in and I'd still be asleep. Yeah. So that's just so you understand this concept. So I was out, right? We had been drinking and hanging out all day. So I'm just like gone. So all of a sudden I wake up because Kim does this and she's done it many a times. Now she apologizes for it. It's hilarious. But she does this it like, hasn't happened in she a does while. this like, <gasps> and it's, it's hard to recreate, right? It is that ultimate fear. But this time, she is like backpedaling backwards in the bed at a frantic rate and doing that like... Because <gasps> black man was coming for me. It was literally if you would have figured... I figured I was going to open my eyes and there was going to be somebody standing with a knife in front of our bed, right? And so I'm startled halfway asleep and she's still doing it and now I just pop up with my guns up and I'm just like trying to figure out what's going on but I can't see anything because I'm still asleep and she's still backpedaling the covers are a mess they're thrown off the bed because she's freaking out that much and then she just goes oh sorry <laughs> can I back to sleep so now my heart's racing you're like who is this witchy bitch she's freaking out I think she still saw something. Now I have to go check the room. And she's just well, like... who can go to sleep after that? You? <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> well, I was... Night-night. I was shooketh <laughs> because I, again, saw the black man, my black friend, my ghost friend, who, you know, I, I don't know if he's really a friend because I do get a, a scary vibe because I'm like, what do you want? What do you need? Like, do you... Oh, Mimi just is staring at me. I just got chills. Do you see him too? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I'm getting nervous. <laughs> okay. Because I'm like, what do you want? Because you're literally just standing there staring and scaring me and being creepy. And like, and, and like, that's not helpful. Right. And you know, and, and that he was like, I like saw him and then he was like walking towards me. And I think that's when I was like backpedaling. Because I was like, it was like a scary, it wasn't like, hi, I'm your friend, I'm here. Right, I'm to, here to make your bed yeah. and, and, and make you breakfast or like, let's and talk, let's talk. Or I have something to, over I have, coffee. I have a message let's for you. Let's talk over coffee. Yeah, like, you know, because I think ghosts or spirits can give you messages and stuff. Like, you know, I like mediums, that kind of thing. I think you can get downloads and wisdom, like, through the spiritual realm. That wasn't the vibe I was getting. And so that was absolutely, like, terrifying. But then it just, like, went away. Yeah just goes away and then i'm like okay and then i like rolled over because i was like shooketh and i was like i need to like process like what just happened but then you're like was that a nightmare but then but that same figure again it's very specific has come many times so maybe it's a dream but it's very specific and it's a feeling i get that's very specific you know yeah, totally and i mean i had one of those with one of my ex-girlfriends where i stayed over her house the first oh. time and i woke up and saw something tried to fake myself back to sleep but then like opened my eyes a little bit more and i found this like greenish kind of like tv-ish you know when the tv's like going in and out kind of look you know like, whatever staticky yeah right like figures it was green oh. Oh. and it had super like lit up gray hair curly gray hair and i was like eh, whatever so i went back to sleep i was freaking out right covers over my head like please leave me alone oh my god what is this and then i'm like playing in my head of like did i was i dreaming was this real i couldn't tell 
So I woke up the next morning and I walked out into the kitchen and my girlfriend at the time was standing there and I see this picture and I, I, I'm getting goosebumps now. And I'm like, who is that? And she was like, that's my dad's mom. That's my grandmother. And I was like, is she still alive? And she's like, no, she died a long time ago. And I was like, okay, you're going to think I'm really strange, but she was in the room last night standing by the bed looking at me of like, basically, who is this? And Jenny, without skipping a beat, said, oh, yeah, she's been seen before. And I was like, wait, what? Like She was watching you? Yeah. And so she's laughing, and then she tells her dad about it, and her dad's laughing, and he's like, oh, yeah. She's like, who is this? Like... Who is this, like, having sex with my well, granddaughter? That's okay. Was she we watching you we guys? Didn't, we didn't need to go there. She was giving you tips? No. It was oh. early in the morning, sleeping, sound asleep. Um, but anyway, disgusting. like, that was my first ever real encounter. And then it became this real thing of, like, wow, did I really see that? You did. And she was peaceful. Yeah, but it's spooky, right? Very spooky. Yeah. Well, they say, too, I think... Like, you can, you can go to a medium, but if you're not open, if you don't have, like, an open, I don't want to say an open mind, but if you're not open to receiving guidance or to, or any sort of spiritual communication, they say that, like, you won't be able to, to, to get that, right? Like, that you can have connections with the spiritual side when you are open to receiving that, right? So, like, you could go see a medium and it's kind of blocked because you're just, like, not yeah. really open to it. It's the same with hypnotism. Right, yeah. Like, you can't hypnotize a mind that's, like, not, not open to it, right? Right. Um, and what were we saying? I don't know. Oh, San Diego. We could get into that. Oh well, you were telling something, or did you just want to end it I with think just I was like just saying that? <laughs> there was no. It had a it had an inflection point in the. That was like the like there was no like. I was like waiting for up. the punchline. There was no climax. Like it was just like okay. That was it. Move on. Like done. Yeah. So then I guess like if you're saying. Oh, I wanted to say something. Okay. I do remember. So when I was really young. My stepdad took me to Calistoga, which is... Calistoga? I've, I've told you this story so many times, and if you say that, it's you have not listened. I've literally... Calistoga, we went to Calistoga, and I said, this is where I came, and I got my reading. In California? No, in Florida. Oh, you know what I'm thinking about. Calistoga, where we went. Oh, yeah, no. That's Calistoga, where I went. Florida. Oh. Wait, is it called Calistoga? Yeah, where we went for our anniversary. I know, California and Florida, Calistoga. No, it's not called Calistoga. <laughs> There's no Calistoga, Florida. <laughs> yes, it is. No, we're not going to take the time to Google it. You can Google it after. Hold on, I got to look really quick. No, my yes, God. Yes, you do. Okay. Cal- no, because this is going to bother me. So. Hold on. I got, I got this. Calistoga, Florida. Is okay. it in the location that's... Calistoga. Casadega. Okay, thank you. It's not Calistoga. Okay. Is it ca- yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to punch you. Uh, so I'm like, I told you this story so many times. So Casadega. Okay. Remember we went there? Yes. And it's like a kind of a, a witchy town. You know, Ooh. there's like lots of like spiritual bookshops and like, you know, mediums and that kind of thing. So, of course, like, you know, my stepdad and my mom were very like drawn to that. And 
my stepdad took me to go get like my first reading. His name was Les. And he was like, I, I believe I was very young, but I'm pretty sure he was both blind and deaf. Is that possible? Like to give a reading? Cause I remember no. okay, maybe he was just deaf but, or blind. Okay. I'll have to ask myself that. Great story, <laughs> okay. bud. This is this is taking a turn. But it was like my first um reading ever. And I was young. And uh, I, the only thing I remember, and I, and I have it recorded. I'm so I have no idea where it is. Probably somewhere in storage, but it's on like a cassette. Right. So like I, I don't even know it, how yeah. to listen to it. I would love to listen. This guy was the real deal. Okay, but I, the only thing I can like really remember is that he said that I was going to marry a doctor. Close. But I did. In the medical field, somebody who wears, there's not always that specific, but like, uh, and that I would be in the medical field and I would marry a doctor. And at the time, again, I was like a child, so I'm like, whatever. Um, but anyways, like, that's true. And then I would have a swimming pool. Which we've had plenty. I've had many. And in my also, I mean, we had a reading with Felix. We've had Felix knows everything. Couple, but yeah, Felix we're big said, medium people. We were in California before any of this. Any of this stuff. Oh, right. And he said, you're going to have, like, really strong work in Vegas. And at that point, we were in the fitness game. We were, like, and personal we're like, trainers. Why are we going to go to Vegas? That's so stupid. That's the last place people go to, like, work out. Yeah. Right? They go to work out there, you know. Not the vibe. Yeah. Like, you know, other things. They're dicks? <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're pelvic thrusting. Okay. Anyway. What you doing in Vegas? <laughs> Come to find out, where do we go every year? For TrapCon. Vegas. Where we made the best friends and like really like really learned that what we love to do and teach and yeah. talk and Vegas. Yeah. Right? And he also said we we're gonna be on TV. Which we will be soon. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. But like yeah, I mean, it's interesting. We're on YouTube TV. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like a side thing from being spooky, but it's just <laughs> we've had a lot of The spook stories are coming, I promise. It's like one more because I'm hungry at this point. No, <laughs> we only have like one more. okay, but um, but yeah, I think it's they've also said many things that just through like speaking and connecting with like family members and different stuff, we've gotten like a lot that I feel like looking back that they had a lot of perspective on what was to come that you and I were like poo-pooed at the time. Yeah. We're like, you what a waste of time. know what you're talking about. And then you look back, you're like, wow, okay. Like, well, homeboy and Chico that we did. The Chico. G- when we were in Chico, we did the reading because Amanda Francis had the guy. Oh. That dude. Oh. That dude. I forgot what? about <laughs> wow! I guess that guy, excited. That guy we've listened to every year because that's insane. We need to make another call with him. Yeah, that yeah. should be our Christmas present. Yeah, totally. Like he before anything. I mean, Kim and I were like literally like traveling the world for that was our only goal. We had all these things, all these aspirations, and like he just poo pooed on all of that and was like, no, like. I, whatever it is you guys are doing in the future, it's going to be huge. And I want to invest in it. And like, 
It's or like insane. invest in what our yeah. YouTube our channel, YouTube channel. <laughs> like you know that was before our, face, our Facebook group. Yeah, that cool. was that was before all of it. We're like cool, you know. We're like this guy's whack, like whatever. He doesn't see our vision, you yeah. know. He doesn't understand he us. Doesn't understand us, and like. Wow, that's incredible. He was amazing. If anyone is interested, reach out. I'll give you his information. We need to make another call with him. Mm-hmm. I just got chilly willies. Totally. He was... Okay, can we tell some like ghost so, stories? The first big ghost experience that we shared, mm-hmm. when we were taking a contract in San Diego, we, we um, rented, it was a house... But they locked the upstairs room. So like, it was a huge house. It was a huge house. We had access to the full bottom. And then um, they locked the upstairs so like we couldn't go up there. And I always just had this, look, look I have, like, you feel that? <laughs> Seriously, I'm feeling like, You're not on Broadway, bud. I, I know. I, like, I'm not making, like, it's, like, it gives me chills, like, to think about, because, like, being there, I always felt this like heavy energy. Like, I was never alone. It just always felt that, and it freaked me out. But I'm like, whatever, you know. And then you saw. No, so back it up. So we would be laying in bed. Oh, we'd be like we'd be going this. to bed. And again, as Kim said, the main point of this is the upstairs was locked. It was a five bedroom house. Uh, one bedroom was downstairs. Four were on the top, and it was all upstairs. So it covered the whole house. So Kim and I would lay down in bed and we would literally hear like we are in a bottom floor apartment and there's people walking on the floor mm-hmm. and you could even hear it on the the actual like top. I'm getting goosebumps. I know, now. see. And we would just lay there and we would panic and we oh, would remember like it was like a whole thing in our room and like locking doors and like weird feeling of just like somebody's in here right now and I could never sleep and that was like my first real contract of like I took a lot of call I was on oh. neuro call and then I would have to leave I hated and like, when you left I know I, it was like this I, I would put the lights on and lay in bed yeah, and you would. just wait for you to come home yeah. I could not sleep <laughs> I know because I was so freaking like spooked yeah and so then that was also around the time that Kim's dad passed and um, he passed yeah before that contract even started and so then I was walking one night. I was downstairs watching TV, and then Kim was already in bed. And so I was going to the bathroom that was in our little area, and we had it was like one of those 90 degree stairs where you walk up like three steps, and it was like a big middle like thing, and then you turn and walk up the rest of the steps. And I used to get a weird feeling around there, and I walked around the corner to walk in the bathroom, and my brain said, There's somebody standing there, right? So I turned again. And there was a male figure standing there, again, in that, like, green... Like, my whole body is tingling. Like, in that greenish kind of, like, appearance, and just staring at me. And there was no movement, nothing. It was just, like, staring. And I really couldn't say that it was your dad... I don't think I my dad would try to scare no, I, I, me. Well, your well, dad was he a, probably yeah. would. Let's be real. Like, yeah, let's be Boog. honest. Boog. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but it made no. I, I couldn't make out features or anything. It was just male, mm-hmm. right? That's what I made out. And then I, I literally did the what everybody does in like cartoons and stuff, where you rub your eyes and like look again, and he was gone. Ugh. 
So that's some freaky dinky shit. That so then I used to pose on that stair with a blanket over my head and just stand there and wait for like Kim to come around the corner. Always. Yeah. It became like such a thing that I like made him do it for like friends. And then yeah, and you guys never came out of the room. Anyway, <laughs> another story. Like, so I stood there for forty five minutes in a sheet. What are my best okay, side note, super quick. Um, one of my best friends came to visit us in San Diego and we had gone out and we were like having fun and then she like drops this bomb that she thinks she's pregnant and we're like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> what? Like buzzkill? Like, yeah. And like, so then we made Aaron go buy all these pregnancy tests and so Aaron, or no, 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 before you went and bought all the pregnancy tests, you didn't really know what was going on and so we come back to the place and I'm like, um, Aaron thought it would be funny to dress up like the ghost because that became a common... Because they said they were going to the bathroom. So I figured all three girls would just go to the bathroom and it would be quick. And that became like a common trick in the house because it's like ghost time. Here we go. And so he thought it would be so funny. And he's like outside the door like... Ooh, I was standing on the stairs like, where like it was waiting for you guys to come out of the bedroom. For like an hour. We like never came because yeah, I, I she figured, found out she was pregnant. I figured I've been standing there this long. The minute I take the sheet off, they're going to come out so now i just i'm pot committed and so i stood there for 45 minutes and then went and knocked on the door and was like, like what's going on and then that's when it's like okay, okay. <laughs> that okay. that house is definitely haunted this house is so this, hold on before we say this house because the house that we're currently in that again we're not trying to anger anybody um is currently haunted but can we just tell the uh, Joe story really quick? Because that was actually... It's super quick. This guy that we used to work out with in uh, Wisconsin, he owned the gym. He was super cool. He was ter- He came in terrified one day. Well, he came in terrified and then come to find out to give the, the punchline... <laughs> He hasn't stayed alone in his house. This is a... Well, at the time, he was like 35. Right, so... 35-year-old single now. dude has been living with his mom. Like, normal guy. Yeah. Like, sleeps at his mom's house because of this terrorizing event. I forget even what happened. So, basically, he <laughs> said that everybody had always, like, said that they heard something and he used to always hear something. And he basically felt <laughs> something at night and woke up. And there was somebody standing over him, holding him down, That's and he it. could feel it. And then it basically got its face close to his and went oh. <gasps> like that. And he like couldn't get up, and he was pinned in the bed. And then when he could get up, he jumped in the car he and drove to his mom's mommy. house, and then has slept at his mom's he, house like, ever never since. Never went back. But him like describing it was so funny because again, he's like a normal dude like not a weirdy you know and like he was yeah. so scared yeah and he was like crying telling the story so like, we used to joke because we'd hang out and drink and we would just go Rah! and he'd be like stop stop he would like go home to his mom <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up anyway so right. i have one more story that i just heard uh. so somebody that i work with his wife is in the um psychology social services kind of thing and so she was seeing a patient and this poor patient was literally um, diagnosed with schizophrenia because he hears voices. Well, this guy's wife was talking to this patient and they're trying to put him on schizo meds and all these kind of things. And so she's evaluating this patient. And so she was talking to her husband saying like, this is a weird place to be because I can't say that I believe in ghosts and I think this guy's being haunted. 
um, based off of the way that he's describing this to me. So I'm like super intrigued into the story and I'm like asking more questions. So he's like telling me this whole thing. So he says like basically the dude presents no symptoms of schizophrenia on a normal basis. The only time that he appears schizo is when he goes home at night and he's about to go to bed. That's when he hears the voices. So basically what he's telling me is this guy is telling his, the, the schizo apparent schizo guy who's being haunted is telling this guy I work with his wife, who's the social worker, what's going on. And he says, I only hear it at night and I only hear it when I'm going to bed. I basically walk, I leave, you know, I walk into my bedroom. The minute I walk into my bedroom, I get really cold. I feel something. And then I hear whispers in my head. And the whisper that I hear is, you're scared of me, aren't you? Oh, stop. I just got, my blood just ran cold. Bro. So he's telling her that Ooh. that's the only voice I hear. And then I hear things in my room and I'm like, feel the covers and like weird things. Mm -hmm. And so I hide under the covers and all this stuff. So he's telling her this. <laughs> so the poor guy is diagnosed schizophrenic. I know. It's, it's <coughs> like, and he is probably like haunted or possessed, right? Like, I believe that. Like, so then I was like, dude, tell him to move and see if it happens. Right. Right? I, I think it's funny that it's like grown humans. That, like, we hide under the covers as a way to protect us from ghosts. From a spirit. That's what kids do. Right. Right? But, like... But that's our only safety. But are they? I don't know. Are Can they? <laughs> is that cheat keeping? Well, you know the safe? ghost is actually laying there next to you. Stop. I know. <laughs> but it is... But for some reason, we feel like that cover... Yeah. It, like, it's our safe place. Which, pro tip, you can put salt around your bed... Did you learn that from? I the learned it show? from Hocus Pocus, <laughs> but also, but also just from witchy things. And then Bo from Stassi and Bo confirmed the salt. Okay. So you can put. Hold on. So you can put a ring of salt around your room or your bed, so at least your bed's a safe place. Okay. So do you want it? You just going into the Stassi I'm, and no, Bo? No, no, no. I don't. We don't need to talk about that. Okay. So basically, we'll get into this house. So this house is 100% haunted. Uh, it's a feeling that you get, like you can feel it. It's actually, for me, has gotten less. Um, when we first moved in, it was really strong, where I felt a very unsettling feeling, but then it I- It felt very unwelcoming. Yeah, and I, and I had a talk with the ghost, and I said, listen, like, we're here. We don't mean any harm. Um, we're only here for a couple of months. Um, please, you know, just leave us alone. Just hang tight. Yeah, like, we're not gonna, we're not here to disrupt anything. And then honestly, like, after that, I didn't feel a very unsettling, unwelcoming feeling because I used to, when we first moved in, like, I would go to the bath, like, our bedroom is separate from our bathroom and I wake up at night to pee sometimes and I would walk to the bathroom and I would just feel this creepy feeling on the stairs that, like, you can see the bathroom. And I would, like, literally run like so fast because I was so scared to be out here by myself. Yeah. So Kim was feeling that. And then one of the main, there's two things that I've had here, three things actually. So number one, I'm sitting here and I'm watching TV. It's later at night. Kim's asleep. Doors closed. Lights are off. Like I'm just sitting here watching, you know, football or something. And all of a sudden I start smelling coffee, like mm -hmm. strong coffee. And I'm like, what the hell? So it was like 1130 at night. And so, basically, 
I smell the coffee, don't think anything of it because we are in an apartment complex and maybe like somebody's making coffee or accidentally, who knows, whatever. So all of a sudden I'm still watching TV, don't think anything of it. And I hear my coffee pot go beep, 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 beep. Because after it makes, it does the beeping. So I'm like, holy crap. And I could hear the pot steaming. Yeah, it made coffee. Yeah. So our coffee pot turned on and made an entire pot of coffee. Number one, I thought, okay, maybe Kim accidentally set the timer. So I went in and looked and the timer was set for midnight. This started at 1130. Right? So it wasn't the timer. I think he likes coffee. So somebody started coffee. Second thing, Mimi has been, in her old age, has gotten to where when we walk in the house, she doesn't even budge. She's sound asleep, doesn't even budge. We have to call her name. Sometimes we have to go up and, like, shake her to make sure she's still alive. You know? And, like, she's just not budging. She's not the best watchdog. Whatever. She's just in it. I mean, as you can see, she's sound asleep right here. But... Yeah. I she doesn't sitting, wake up easy. I was anymore. sitting here the other night and she literally like didn't just wake up gingerly, like she snapped her head up and looked right in the kitchen where like the coffee pot was and her ears went back, her hair stood up and she's going <sighs> and she's looking in the kitchen. Mimi's been known to wake up and watch TV if certain commercials come on. Yeah. And there's dogs on there, animals. She knows those commercials. It's the weirdest thing, but apparently pugs have that, like we've been hearing. Yeah. She wasn't looking at the TV. She was looking dead in the kitchen. Lights were off. Okay. Everything. The last thing well, that I just... Well, I wanted to say something. I wanted to say something. The last thing that just happened was we have wood floors, like real wood floors. And I was sitting here again, late night, watching <laughs> TV, and I hear... The wood floor creaking, going eat er eat er eat, and there's one area near our stairs that makes that noise. To where I thought Kim got up and was coming to the bathroom, and so I'm watching the door, thinking she's gonna come out, and I was gonna tell her, "Hey, babe, I'm coming to bed," because she always is like, "We ain't coming to bed." I don't do that anymore. You, you coming to bed? Like, and I'm just like, I don't do that anymore. I'll be in bed shortly, like whatever. But I thought she was coming out. And, like, I realized she's not. And so who was making the noise on our wood floors? Yeah. And it was, it, it takes me leaning on it back and yeah, forth to make to, that noise. 100%. It doesn't just do that. It's <sighs> like, and it's not our neighbors. And then we, so we live on a second story condo. There's somebody underneath us, but there's nobody above us. Yeah, we're on the top floor. And we've... It's actually stopped. It has You've stopped. You've noticed that. But we had a couple of days where it sounded like... Because our neighbors are next door, so you can hear... I can hear them sometimes if it's really quiet. I can hear them like when they come inside and walk. Because our front door is like you come in, but then you have to walk upstairs to get to the main place. So sometimes I can hear them walk up the stairs and they get home, whatever. We heard for a couple of days just this like walking back and forth that was above us. It wasn't yeah. beside us. Plus, I can't hear my neighbors walking around beside us at all. I can just hear them going inside sometimes. This was a constant like pitter patter like upstairs. And I'm like, okay, but there's nothing up there. There's nothing up there. Like it's freaking me out because where is this coming the from? Attic. But then Aaron found that there's an attic. So then I, I literally, it was so loud that I was... I couldn't work up the courage to do it, but I wanted to lift 
the attic oh, to see if no, somebody was to see if like a squatter was living up there. That's oh, how that's how loud it squatter. That's how loud it was. Yeah. And it also happened in St. Augustine at the beach house that we were just in before we left for the Dominican. Remember you were like I heard people walking upstairs, but then there was like a that's where the air conditions and stuff were, so maybe there was an issue. So we kind of like ruled that out. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing that with Mimi, she, so if there's like a thunderstorm, she freaks out and like, so Mimi sleeps on the couch. She does not sleep with us and she's having a dream right now. Um, she just doesn't sleep with us because as you can tell, she's a bit of a loud sleeper. She snores. She makes a bunch of, no. <laughs> Dreaming about the gold. She's running from it. Leave like, my mom and dad alone. Hey, buddy. Um, so she sleeps on the couch. I'm a light sleeper, so she keeps me up. Even though I'd love for her to be able to sleep with us, it just like never works unless I've been drinking. <laughs> then right. like can pass out and like I mommy, won't, mommy lets her in. I won't hear her. Yeah, she gets like a, a cuddle night once in a while, yeah. and so she has no problem. She sleeps on the couch. It's been our routine forever, right? Since she was little. And the only time that she'll try to come in is if there's a thunderstorm because she gets scared of the lightning and the thunder, whatever. Okay. <laughs> what the heck, memes? Hey, bud. So it's okay. Just either wake her up or whatever. I'm trying to. Um, She's out. See, she doesn't wake up very easily. So the other night, she and I am again, I'm a very late sleeper. I hear everything. Aaron's always passed out, hears nothing, like never knows what's going on. And she comes to our door and I can hear her like she uses her paw to like slam the door. Like basically like knocking, right? Yeah. If she had a hand, she'd be knocking. And I hear pop, 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 pop. And you can hear the little pitter patter of her little nails. Just outside the door. Uh -huh. And I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, what's up? And then I kind of like ignored it for a second. So I'm like, maybe she'll go back to sleep because there was no storm. That's that's what I was trying to get at. There was no storm. It was a normal night. And I was like, well, maybe she'll go back to sleep. And then it got, it was like, bam, 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 bam. Like the whole door was like shaking. I'm like, this bitch is, she's coming in. Like yeah. she is going to like, she was like running and getting a head start. And just <laughs> like, like ramming yeah, like trying shoulder to ramming bust it. in. I was like, I, well, then I was like, I hope that's Mimi. Like what the hell? And so I opened the door and she ran in and her eyes are bugged out of her head. Like even more than normal. Ears like, back. Ears back just shaking like hairs up like you she was distressed like she she was very scared and i like grabbed her and i put her in my arms and she gets in the bed and she's freaking out and like oh like couldn't i couldn't get comfortable staring at the door yeah like couldn't get her settled and i'm like i there was no storm there was nothing going on and i'm like i don't know what spooked her but something freaking and then you came out and yeah. like looked around yeah I checked the closets, everything. And it was like, there was nothing here. And I'm like, well, now how am I supposed to go to sleep after this? Of course, then you pass out. Mimi's in the room. She's passed out. Now story and keeping me awake. And now I'm just laying and like waiting for the ghost to come in like under the covers. Just like do my you, eyes out. Do you remember there was a time in San Diego that we heard something enough for both of us to run out into the living room? Yeah. And I had my knife and like my flashlight and I had it on the... And I uh, was going to call 911. The strobe. Because there was somebody in our house. Yeah, 100%. We're like, somebody just broke in. Somebody broke in. Yeah. And I started thinking about it. 
was it by mistake that our, the district attorney lived next door? The San Diego district attorney. So then I was like nervous because you watch all those crime shows and like, you know, they go after the district attorney and blah, blah, blah. Well, use our house as like a home base or something. No, I like just attack. thought, I thought they mistake our house for his house. Or they're going to use our house as their base to attack the neighbors. Totally. So then I, that's what I thought. But then when I ran through the house, because it was that relevant of like call 911, there's somebody in our house to where there was nothing. Yeah. Doors were locked. Nobody there. You know what would have been funny? We should have taken an edible before doing this podcast. No. We wouldn't have made it halfway through. You would have just been like asleep laughing on the couch. Or just so shook it. <laughs> just like shaking and like, you know? That would have been funny though. Um, yeah, I mean, that's really the point of this whole app was like the spookiness of like, and I think it's interesting, too, is that because of our travelers, we live in so many different houses, right? It's not normally people live in like one or two houses, like their whole life, maybe, right. which is weird, weird to think about if you really think about right. that. Okay. We live in hundreds, maybe, yeah. right? So we live in all these different places and each place has its own character. And I do think like you learn the sounds, you learn the creaks of like what your new place does. But we're in all these different spots. And, and honestly, I really do think that there are spirits in a lot of these houses, you know? Totally. And it's interesting because I said I don't believe in, like, I'm not sure, sure if I believe in, like, the negative spirits. and um, But honestly, it, it yeah, I guess it's like I don't know if they're necessarily, like, negative energy but what they're giving off is is creepy. It's not inviting. Well, spooky to anybody. Oh, spooky, spooky. I, I do want to. But do you think? But do you believe that? Do you believe that a spirit can take over your body and then you have to get an exorcism from a priest? I don't. Okay. I don't think. I mean, it's like I. That sounds so closed-minded, right? Like anything's I, possible. Anything's yes. possible. I I I, I do don't. Do you believe know. in witches? I, I don't believe in the Disney portrayal or I just believe those were misunderstood people. Well, the reason why you fell in love with me and Dominican and proposed after a couple of months is because I cast a spell on you okay. with my potion. Can we get, okay. Maybe you did. It was called, al it was called alcohol. Go. <laughs> and drinking contest. Hey. Anyway, and flubba la balita. And my kisses. Totally. I do think, um, well, it was the night, too, that we didn't want to go get dinner with everybody, so we just went to the uh, gift shop and bought, like, Reese's, candy, pizza, and popcorn. That's I was a like, signature move like, by this us. Is, this is who I want to be with. And just, like, watch TV and, sodas, and just fucking like, binge. Yeah. And, like, you guys go to dinner yourselves. Best night ever, yeah. yeah. I do want to give a public service announcement to anybody that is in Savannah, Georgia and wants to go on an amazing oh. ghost tour. No, it's not amazing. <laughs> The this, worst. On our anniversary, anniversary on our honeymoon, yeah. we went to Savannah, and this is how we'll close. Since it was such a spooky episode, we'll leave you something funny. Okay. Um, oh, because everyone's so scared. So scared. Hiding under their covers. Hiding under the covers with this. I understand that. I, I feel you. We're here to You're protect protected. you. Yeah, totally. And the cover is, too. Yeah, Sage works, too. Um, I forgot where I always pick my nose while we do podcasts, and then I forgot, like, we're on camera. Okay. It's like my time I do my digging while you talk. <laughs> Fun. Well, and that's the reason I'm wearing a hat, because I twirl my hair, 
You did so it really well. I, I, you noticed there was a couple times where I was like feeling it, you and just I really, can't stop I really yourself. wanted to twist because it relaxes me and it feels good. So that's what I you do. Did good. So I, my hat's on. So when people ask, "Why are you always in a backwards hat, man?" It's because I have a habit of twisting my hair, and this is my way of trying to break it. And if you so the minute the hat comes off, it's like twist, and then I'll freak out. Yeah. Anyway, Savannah, Georgia, we realize that you can walk with your drink anywhere in the city. They have a non-open, whatever, the open container thing, not a law. Anyway, thought that was cool. Booked our late night ghost tour, thought it'd be awesome. We roll up, we're staying in front of the meeting place, we don't see our guy. Our guy rolls up in a uh, Devo Devo bike. But all you heard is... I was getting there. Okay. If you've ever seen the show Friday, yeah, Debo with his like you know crickety bike, yeah. So crickety bike, it's actually on brand, right? Freaky, dressed in all black, kind of that goth kind of mentality, black hair, just <laughs> parks his bike on the fence, walks up in his boots or whatever. So we go on this ghost tour. He's telling us about these things that happen. It Kim was just the three of us. It was just the three of us. Private ghost tour. Literally, Kim, he has a flashlight, and he's like, something spooky happened at that house. And Kim was like, well, what was it? Did somebody die? Like, He's like, I don't know. You'll have to Google it. And so we were like, okay. So he's like, on to the next place. So I thought maybe it was like a fluke or something. Yeah. Yeah. On to the next place. This cemetery is haunted. People have seen people. Like, oh, like, was it somebody that was, like, killed here? I don't know. You'll have to Google it. Yeah, we're like, we just want, like, some more information. Yeah, I need a little bit more than just it's spooky. Like, the only thing spooky about that... Was him. Was him. He totally. scared the shit out of me. Totally. And then, so we go through this hour something ghost tour. We get back to the end, and we're like, okay, like, <laughs> great job, buddy. Fantastic. We're kind of giggling because we thought it was just hilarious. Like, what an amazing time. And At least then we were tipsy. He literally said to us, "Would you like to come back to my place for a for a dribble?" And he had like an, a British accent all of a sudden. Or yeah, we're like this guy is definitely for a nightcap. Kill us. Yeah, he wanted us to come back to his place for a nightcap. Now, mind you, we have no idea who this person is. It's not like we knew him as a friend of a friend. Well, and also, like I think when you have a guide that you connect, right? Like. For instance, when we went to Italy and did the food tour, it was just me and Aaron and the food tour guy, Andras. Arturo? Arturo. I don't know why I said Andras. And he was so awesome and so fun. And if he would have been like, hey, like, do you guys want to like come back? We could have a drink. I can, whatever. We kind of did. We went back we for went a, to a bar. Or a, yeah. yeah. But like, I would have totally done it, right? Like you, you connect with people and it's fun. You take it to like the next spot. This guy... <laughs> He was. He, was we, he wanted to, us to be a part of his ghost story. Like I did a tour once, and like somebody said, they saw two a couple that like, on their honeymoon got killed over there. You're right. Like he just wanted us to be a part of his totally. story, and totally. he was waiting to kill us. And then he rode his crickety bike away. We we're like, oh no, we have plans for after this. Um, like thanks into anyway. The fog. Great. And then he rode off into the fog in his crickety bike. Um, into the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. And disappeared. That we love a good ghost tour. That was not not the best one. No, St. Augustine has some good ones. St. Augustine has a good one. Did we have we done another one? No, that's it. That's it. Okay, so St. Augustine's good. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, that wraps up this week's podcast. Again, head oh over to YouTube God. if you're listening. If you want to see the visual of this whole thing, um, it's available for you. If you head over to YouTube, definitely subscribe. I will say. 
you know, it, it's kind of one of these things. Kim was talking about this that with the audio version and the the video of this podcast, it's like when you go to dinner and you have an experience. And what do you do when you leave? You leave a tip, right? You leave a tip for people's services. For us, that tip is not money. That tip is you sharing this out. That tip is liking and subscribing because that is the best tip for us that we know that, hey, we're giving some value, you guys are enjoying this, and so you're able to share that out for us um, so that way this podcast grows because that's ultimately what we want uh, you know, to entertain, to educate, to edutain, um, and bring some value to your life. So if we did that, then we would love that tip of you guys sharing it out and subscribing. Thank you. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Wow. Did I have a timer? I really have to pee. Okay. okay. So Thank Kim has you. to pee. We'll see you have next week. week. Make sure to map your own path. Always stay Travis. We'll see you next week, my friends. We love you. Deuces. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>